Welcome to our weekly Wednesday shear. A few seconds, two seconds delay between the video and the audio for a change. I say again, which I think the video missed out. Lil Nishmas is coming closer to the Yatzer Chav Beis Tamuz. Shalom, Ravachosir of Shalom, Yeshua. And Gabriel Imelachal of Shalom, Yibad Lachaim Tevim, Yamin Yoyet Shechia. Like the effort of Fush Shalema today for those Chele Amechal. It's enough to have them in mind, you don't have to know the names. The name are Amen. Say Amen that refers to all those that were thinking about the need of Yeshua. Shabbos Pashas Kirach. An auspicious Shabbos. A Shabbos that finds itself between two momentous moments. Chofches Sivan and Gimel Tambus. Whereas last Shabbos, the Shabbos of Varchim Chedish Tammuz, and tonight is Rish Chedish. Thursday and Friday will be Rish Chedish, starting as of tonight. And every year we come to the same issue, question, what's Gimel Tammuz? What's Chavches Sivan? Dabar Melech says in Tehillim Yemeshin Yisena Be'em Shiv Mishana V'mbivure Shmein Mishana The days of our years are seventy. But if it's Bigvura, it's Shemainim, 80. The number 8, Kabbalistically, or if you're just counting regular, is one number after 7. 7 completes the cycle, 7 days of the week. Zayin Midas. And 100 times that 7 is 700, and 10 times it is 70, and thereby being coming with the number of 770, the Gematria of 80 in turn is the number 8, which as we said, is 1 past the 7, taking a full 7 and then one more, adding to it, to the completion of its cycle. And 10 times that is the number of 80. Then Bigvurish Meinim Shana. This year, Chavcha Sivan was 80 years 
since the Rebbe and the Rebbetzin arrived in the United States of America. Chatsi Kadra Tachtnes, the Rebbe will refer to it. The lower half of the world. If you look at the actual globe and the way the world is shaped in the north, east, south, and west, you know, of course, North America can't be the Chatsi Kadra Tachtnes on the top. South America is on the bottom. Divide it the other way around. And this is Chatsi Kadra Tachtnes coming from Eretz Yisrael. The Rabbanim said today in Eretz Yisrael, situation physically and spiritually of Eretz Yisrael is in grave, grave danger. And they ask, therefore, entire Kal Yisrael to try to see to it that you add in Teira, Mitzvah, Tila, saying an extra capital, Tilim Fetz Yisrael, giving an extra coin to Tzedakah Fetz Yisrael. The situation of Baisai is very, very grave and in tremendous, tremendous dangers. Um, Baruch Hashem, I gotta say, I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> Not that Chas Hashem, Baruch Hashem, I don't know anything about it. It's a or care anything about it. Chas Hashem. I don't know anything about the politics that are ongoing, and I don't know anything in the strategic wars that are ongoing. But they are Rabbanim al Asar, they are Rabbanim of Eretz Yisrael. And if they say what they're saying, then Rechman al we need to be very, very weary of it. The Rebbe many times has said that Eretz is the safest place in the world. Obviously, the Rebbe didn't try to fool anybody. The Rebbe didn't try to impress anybody. The Rebbe wasn't working for Ulpan, wasn't working for uh, Nefesh Benefesh. There were many cases, wars were breaking out, and people wrote to the Rebbe that the family was there, should they come home? The Rebbe said, no, it's the cell's the safest place. Obviously, also providing that Yidin are doing what they have to do. The nations, that is Canaan, hid their jewels and their treasures in the walls of their houses. They were being driven out of the houses. Why hide the stuff? Why not try to take with them or just burn it or destroy it if you don't want the Jews to have it? But that wasn't the point. They said this is a land that regurgitates, that throws up its inhabitants if they're not undeserving of, the, of its nation, the undeserving of its place. Apparently, <laughs> someone asked me, yesterday or the day before if I'm serious about my religiousness and being believing in God 
and believing that God does everything for the good. I suggest, yes, many, many bad things happen to many different people. And for a lot of the times, people don't always get to see what the end result was, how it ended up, good, how it could be good, what Hashem did. Many people will continue to carry those questions for generations. And then you have the direct, quick results. You know, you can take a strep test, it's a direct, a quick result. You can take an overnight one. Taking the quick result test, you see right away what your situation is. Sometimes it's not always accurate. For the most time it is, most part it is. There was a Himmelgeshe. There is a woman that's rising to power and she wants to enforce a decree that's been on the table for the longest time. Anybody putting on film with minors under 18 goes straight to jail. If you're putting on film with a minor under 18 years old, you go to jail. Apparently, they say that this has been on the table for a long time and she's bringing it up and she's going to when she, when and if she gets into any kind of power she's going to drive this home it was a himmel people went berserk how far, how deep, how ugly can you get What does this mean to us? The famous expression, battle cry, Am Yisrael Chai. Not only Am Yisrael Chai, not only Shluchei Adeneinu, Don't need no have no need to fear doing their shlichus. The entire nation rose up against this lunatic woman. It didn't matter what type of Jew you were. They were ripping out tefillin all over Israel. More people put on tefillin those days than I've put on in years. They didn't turn it off. I'm sorry. People didn't rise to the occasion. That'd be a nice way of putting it. It showed the resilience, the Amk She'edith, 
the strength of the nation. The rough-necked and hard-headed Jews. Chilonim, that haven't put on for who knows when. In the streets, put on film. On television, live, they were putting on film. She caused a tremendous uproar with direct, immediate, positive results. Beyond positive. Beyond the stretch of any imagination, how strong that message took. How many people took to the streets and took to the grave. In front of her house, they, <laughs> they made a million shakras. Not Chabadnikim. With Kippas Rigah, with whatever you want. And they were singing, They saw. They saw the truth. You're going to tell a Chabadnik to stop putting on film. And not only are you going to tell them to stop, you're going to arrest them for it? What is this? Communist Russia? The moment the decree was horrific. But yet the results were amazing. Will she ever be able to push it through? I doubt it. Especially now. After causing that uprising, the, the nation has showed its voice, has shown its opinion, has showed its true colors, and taught a very, very powerful, drove home a very powerful lesson. Am Yisrael Chai. Don't mess with my tefillin. Where's the Rokolami Oretz? Where will all the nations see it? The tefillin that we put on our heads. This is the revealed tefillin that Shalyad, not necessarily people see them. Shalresh, everyone sees, and therefore everyone will know, and everybody will get the fear of God in them. So by her horrific decree, she caused a tremendous, tremendous bracha. And then everybody has the question, the famous, famous question. Rabbi, I saw it. Saw it on live TV, I saw it on WhatsApp, I saw it on Instagram, I saw it on all the different social medias. Anyone listening to that line says, Rabbi, you are so behind times. Social media is probably a zillion times bigger than what I just mentioned. That's an old, a whole shear for itself. It should be abolishing the internet. But there are Shira Matera. This year is online. How can we abolish the internet? How can we drive away those millions of people that listen to Shira online? You and I know the internet was invented. And the internet was created. And the internet continues to do so 
because of Tana. Because of the Tana that it spreads, because of the Tana that emanates, because of the Tana that's learned on online. Unfortunately, like all the other things that the Sultan and the Yitzhara manages to get himself into, he takes this tool known as the internet and makes it his playground, the devil's playground. To an extent that Achmanalatzlan, what happens to people, and Achmanalatzlan, what happens to marriages, to families, because of the addiction to the internet. On the other hand, there is good that comes out of the internet, and we really have to make sure. That good outweighs the Rahman al the, the wicked, the evil, the Lashon Hara, etc. Excuse me. If you, a person makes a point to use that for that alone, business, you need to send an email, you need to send this, that, a correspondence, a file, and tater, a shear, or whatever it might be. If a person takes on the hachlote that that's what the <laughs> that's what the internet means to me then yes it's a invaluable tool then he sells it. Then he sells it. But as long as the person says that go on for a, a shear, a two, and then I'll find myself if it's a video or a movie or a site that I can listen and read about Lashon Hara, thank you. I have to hear the news. I hear the rabbis mentioning about the news. happening in the news as soon as I mention internet and news video dies as long as people try to attempt to keep entertained rather than educated from what the internet has to sell them it's an extremely extremely dangerous tool know therefore that it's our responsibility our obligation see to it (laughs) 
that we take this and we turn it into the Kedusha for which it was created. But who am I? How can I possibly do that? How could you ask that of me? I will tell you just that. You are you. And because you are you, you have that potential. You have the potential that nobody else has, nobody else could make, nobody else can give you, nobody else can invent. It's your mission to reach out and to see to it that you make the proper kosher keli. that needs to be made from this tool. Make the kosher vessel the way it should be. The way Hashem created it. Once again, the video is going to come into at least two parts because the video froze in between that little thought. And just veering off a little bit, not off, we're continuing the thought which we were discussing, Chavches Sivan, the fact that the Rebbe and the Rebbe were saved from the war, and were brought here with all the magnificent, amazing, miraculous stories that took place getting them here getting them papers, getting them visas. It was, every shrit and trit is a story of its own. And therefore, we as Chassidim need to take this day as a day of celebration. A day of greatness, a day of joy. It probably is. Unfortunately, we don't have that on our calendar. It also doesn't say in the Hayyim Yayim that on this day we don't say Tachnan. Part 2, we're going to attempt again this year on the video. Continuing. So what do we glean? And what is our message? What is our lesson? Of Chav Chesivan. Chav Chesivan Za'ayim Tchilis Masecha This is where our life starts. This is where our existence starts. Hanasi Huakel. The Rebbe is our everything. 
And therefore, the fact that we received, we saw the salvation of our Rebbe on this date, we need to take it as a celebration, as a personal celebration, each and every one of us. How great do we have to make the celebration? Shemayinim Shana. Bimbegvura Shemayinim Shana. With a gvura, with a tekif. With a joy that we have to understand and remember. Just as important as our birth dates is important. Turning the focus to the Pasha Shavua, although everybody wants the take on Gimel Tammuz. We always spoke Gimel Tammuz was the day that Yeshua stops the sun. Yeshua is at battle, and he stopped the sun, so there's battle because his battle had to be won that day. So the sun, he stops the sun, so the battle continues on that day, and they're victorious on that day. Yimotam is also a date where just as Chavcha Sivan was the day that we saw the light we began the streams of light Yimotam was the day that our light went into concealment our light did not leave us our light did not depart from us we are one with the light Never do we want to ever be or think of being separated from this light. And Tarim Nekrevaniena, we know that if you call out, you will get answered. Even prior to calling out. And it's a difficult time. But the fact of the matter is, 30 years ago, very few people actually sat and wrote to the Rebbe. Many people did. Because Kedish is like living proof of the hundreds, thousands of letters that the Rebbe wrote to individuals, to people. And these are only the ones that we have. I'm sure there are thousands and thousands more. So the fact is that everybody used to write to the Rebbe. Then when the Rebbe started giving out dollars on Sundays, people found it as a patent. You have those people that would tell you they never missed the do- Sunday dollars. The day he got dollars every week. They went every week to get a dollar. Ironic. Because the staunch chassidim practically refused to go. You had your birthday, you had a, 
a major issue. You couldn't really talk to the Rebbe online anyway. Although the Rebbe, being the Rebbe, saw the person's issue, pain, and immediately gave a dollar with a bracha. That dollar with a bracha, in cases, there are some cases people didn't understand them till a later time, didn't grasp what the Rebbe was saying to them, But under that table, where the dollars were given, tens, hundreds of thousands of miracles rolled out. And when the woman that became pregnant after Gimel Tamas was very devastated, she always went for a dollar, she became pregnant for an easy pregnancy, healthy baby, she didn't know what to do. She became pregnant with F.T. Gimel Thomas. The Rebbe was not giving out dollars. At that point, at that juncture, there still are people that don't really go to visit the ale. If they're hard to believe, or they don't want to believe, or they denial, or they don't believe Taka. She asked around, and the advice she got was go to the hill. And she did. She went to the hill, and she wrote to the Rebbe, that Rebbe, I always got a dollar for my pregnancies with the bracha. I'm very frightened, I'm very nervous, I'm very scared. I want to get a dollar from the Rebbe for his pregnancies, but I don't know what. Don't know how it's possible. I don't know what the distant difference in time between when she left Ail until the actual story took place. She went to a store, a supermarket, I'm not sure where, what, or who. I can't give you any details on this. But in her change that she got from the supermarket, because she was one of those strange people that paid with cash. Today you pay with crypto, you pay with your crypto coins and everything else, cryptocurrency. Um, she paid with cash, and she got change in cash. And in the change, you see, she has two single dollars, and on them is written that I received this from the Rebbe's hands, the Rebbe's holy hand. I didn't say a name or phone number. This person definitely, different attitudes, I guess, different approaches people have when a dollar goes missing. Yeah, the people that bemoan it, and will always mean that I lost the schus of having the Rebbe's dollar. You have the people that say, the Rebbe gave me the dollar with the bracha, I got the bracha out of it. And now the Rebbe wants to go to somebody else, and therefore someone else has it. She, I guess, was told by whatever Rav she asked, that that's indeed what happened with these dollars, it's two dollars. 
And she took these two dollars as a sign that the Rebbe is giving her an answer to her beseechment at the oil. Excuse me. A few weeks later, as she got into the pregnancy, she discovered she was pregnant with twins. And therefore, the Rebbe sent her two dollars for each child. Do we understand that? We don't understand it. How do you interpret that? As a miracle? As a message? Where does that say the Rebbe is? What does that mean you're saying the Rebbe? What are you thinking? What are you implying? Leave it alone. Don't go too deep. Take it for its face value. The person asked for a bracha, asked for dollars was given dollars for the child and for each child. Let us focus on Kerech a little bit. After all, he's weak. Give him some props. Let's go to the first and most obvious question. Pasha's Kerech. I don't remember, I mean, maybe my memory is failing me, but let's go through all the parshas. Even one that almost sounds like his name, Vayelech Moshe, is not called Vayelech Moshe, it's called Vayelech. The right side is 69. And yet, no Pashas Aaron, Pashas Noyach, Sadik, Sarah, Hai Sarah, Jesus of Akers, Kairach, Kairach. We all know the story. He was in the Shari Tzedek Hospital's parking lot. And the sinkhole took... No, 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 no. That was this week. We were talking about a few thousand years ago. Where the earth opened up and swallowed Kerach. Yes, this week as well. The week of Shabbos Pashas Kerach. A sinkhole in a parking lot in Shai Tzedek Hospital Yerushalayim opened up and a whole bunch of cars tumbled inside. Unexplicably. They'll come up with an answer. Nobody will say, uh-oh, we're getting a warning from God that the new Memshala, the new government, and the new ideas and approaches are not such a good idea. Psst. So how do we say, how do we get a Pasha the video, the video. Oh, there's a video. Come. <laughs> the video's on recording. <laughs> that was my biggest chassid. How do we get a parsha with the name of Kerach? 
Technically, we'll say he's a Russia. And the Pasuk tells us clearly, Shem Rishayim Yirkav. They'll rot. And we keep his score at home, the Yamada Yumal, on the Chesam and Beis. But it says, Le Maskinah Bishmayu. You don't even deal with their names. It says, Derach Yemach Shemom Dove Melch Reitz Kuftas Tilum. Harrech Parsha and the Taylor get called Kerach. Elsewhere it's explained. The Machlikas of Kerach the actual dispute that Kerach came up with he wanted to become Kayin Godel. He didn't say B'nai Yisrael, Am Yisrael should Shmad he wasn't a Shabtai Tzvi. He wasn't an evil man that stood up and told the whole nation, let's march against everything that we just learned and heard. He said, I heard, you heard, we all heard about this great position to King And I never saw an application to fill out. What's going on over here? Nepotism, communism. All he wanted we him gam kuhuna. Kuhuna He wanted to become king of the It's a good thing. What's wrong with what he wanted? Why are we calling him a Russia? It's not only it's not a, it's a good thing. The proof is Moshe Rabbeinu says. <laughs> You want, I also want. You're the only one who wants to be a king of I also want to be a king of But the fact is, Kerach did not behave the way he was supposed to. But therefore, we can perhaps understand why the Parsha is called on his name. To teach us that the Kerach that we all know went into the ground. And whenever someone curses somebody else, they say, or something else, they say it should go with Kerach and his whole Eid and Dredrein. Teaching us a lesson that even this Kerach, that was good. He wanted to achieve being Kerin Gadol. Everybody has to want to achieve that. And it's a lesson, a life lesson for each and every one of us to the fact that this parish is called in the name of Kerach. When you see a Jew that outwardly looks like in a situation the way it shouldn't be, one could perhaps think One could suspect what do I have to do with this such a Jew? 
It belongs with Kerach in the lowest of lows, Rechman of the Sun. Tells us the Pasha. What did we want? This Jew, this Parsha, that he's meeting with, says to him, Dershani, learn from me. Find the main point, the good point. Yofa Nidrashas. As if you keep me scoring on the Yomara San Hedin, Memdalin, Amiral, from the top. The Yomara says, Ava Bishachati Yisrael, who, even if he sins, he is a Jew. And call Yisrael, call Yisrael, without looking at his own private personal situation, what he does and what he keeps, his heart is fully with God. Thereby, and therefore, we saw all the Neshamis Akhtation, the six million Kedoshim, not all of them are Rebbes and Shtetlach, not all of them are rabbis in cities, not all of them are Shamasim and Shuls. Many of them only found out they were Jewish. Because the Nazis told them. And they all were slept to the same place. And they all found Rahman al Sun the same end of the line. Mm-hmm. Tells us the Tera Pashas Kairach. That's what we need to see within each and every Jew. The good, the beauty, forgiving and forgetting. To forgive is one thing, but to forget about it is stronger. When we achieve that level, where we can forgive and forget anything and everything that was done to us, and move on as good Jews, as born in Matar Lashem Alekechem, we are then blessed with born Chayim Zainer Vicha. We are then blessed as Am Klal Yisrael. And we are then proving and showing that we want to be a Kayin Godel. And we are standing in a stature. Of Kayin Godel. Vayikach Koyrach. After this whole Machlikis, Koyrach and his nation and his people, kind of whole theory came up. Koyrach is not only fighting for the Kuhuna. He had a general opinion on how to serve God. The same Teda that was Nitla Lameshav in Sinai, he had a little bit of a different approach, a twist to it. 
Not only on the etzim makuhuna, as I said, on the service to Hashem itself. And there are three ways of grasping something. Chalufias and all the different patterns are hinted in the three letters of the name Kairach. This person serves God with three things. Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa. Machshava and Dibur are the spiritual part of the person. Machshava is Ruchni, is Dibur is connected to the Machshava. Whereas Maisa is purely the physical part. Because you only do the Maisa with your physical part. So in order to impart things of physical, the mundane world, you need to do Maisa with the physicality of your person. Air condition is not working. Taylor teaches us what is the proper connection between Machshava, Dibur, and Maisa and Avedis Hashem. From one part, Amaisa Weikia. Mishnah Perikalov, 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 Mishnah Yitzayin. Just learned it a few weeks ago, Leia Medish Ikel Amaisa, learned it for the second time actually, already in the cycle. Leia Medish Ikel Amaisa. On the other hand, we require from the person to fulfill his Maisa with the physical realm. Kavona, regish, proper intentions, proper emotions. When it comes to Maisa, everybody does Maisa. Take a lulav, take an essig, you shake it. Take a twill and you wrap it. Take a candle on Shabbos, you light it. Same mice, everybody does. The kavana and the herigish that you have, that's a big difference. That is the, where the difference lies between people's service to Hashem. The kavanas, the intentions the feelings, the emotions. And therefore, when it comes to the value, the importance, the important point of Maisa, the Tera points out that it needs to be in a situation, in a standard, in a level of Kahuna. Kehanim symbolize spirituality of a next level spirituality and their their tough kid, their mission is to raise up the Jews and therefore they say their blessing physically spiritually spiritually and holy the Jewish nation Because there is intention, there is emotion, and there is kavana.
Barakatu Hashem. Hashem is with the ace Hey. K. This ace has three sides. Three parts to it. In Kabbalah and Chassidus, we explain that in the hay, the top bar and the right side are connected. Which shows us Machshava and Dibur. That they're connected. Thought and talk. And they're also basically attached with the left side, that small piece, which is the mice. Thereby making it into a hay. This is the proper edifice one needs to construct in order to serve God. The machshava and Dibur have to work one hand in hand, whereas the mice is a little bit detached. But what it does do is, it levels it out. Because it stays even keel with the right leg of the hay. Excuse me, Kerach. The name Kerach. Kerach Vadose, as we call them didn't grasp this. They didn't take for this. This is not their cup of tea. They went to three different approaches. And this we see in the letter Kuf for Kerach. It's not spelled with a Chof, it's spelled with a Kuf. Kerach Shilchanerach Shilchanerach Excuse me. We have our reish, where again the top and the right side are connected, which is therefore similar to the letter hey. But the other leg is much longer. It doesn't stop where the right one stops. It goes further down. Telling us, if this represents Maisa, you can totally disconnect from the spiritual realm, thereby putting everything on only the physical, mundane world. And yet, we look at it in a different vein. The main is the Kavana and the Hargish. We said before, a person has to have intentions and emotions when they're davening and praying. The spiritual part of Vedas Hashem. So it's nothing to do with physical. This is the letter of the Reish. 
of the Resh part of a hay, where the top and the right side are connected. The Machshava and Dibur are connected, and the Maiser, the Maiser is totally missing. And that equals out on the left side. However, Kirach's hinting to what? What was he implying? Kuf Reish Ches. Go back to my name. The Kuf has a leg that's not equal with the other side. The Reish doesn't have a leg to stand on. It's not like the Hay, where it has that other small leg. It's a Reish. It has nothing to stand on. And then comes the Ches. Very pachosha, very similar to the Isaiah. But there's no little severance, there's no separation there. There's no separation between the Mahshava and the Dibur to the Maisa. Kayak stood up and situated the Maisa in an equal kill, equal par level with the Mahshava and the Dibur. And since Mashav and Dibra are equal, and he put together B'nai Yisrael also, since we're all one, there's no reason for Kahanim to be over the rest of Kahan Yisrael. And although all that we just said is totally against Hashem's Tehra, Totally against Hashem. Because Baruch Hu wants that the Shivas of the Maisa should be given as a dogish miyuchet, as a special, its own entity to the Kahanim to improve the spiritual status in Avedis Hashem. Kerach came up with these very interesting questions. First of which, as we notice, if you remember last week, Shlach, we spoke about how what was Shlach and the prior parsha of Baleischa to do with each other. Baleischa ends with the story of Miriam and this starts with Shlach with the story of the Meraglum. The end of Shlach talks about the Parshas of Tzitzis. One of Kerach's peeves, Medish tells us, one of the things that really irked him, or that he was pounding on, or... or, um, forgot the word harping on that's actually what I was looking for was what we just said in the parish before Vassal and Tzitzis 
Kerch jumps on this, says to Moshe, Etalis kulet cheles, mau. Shtei peturim in atzitzis. Omar leich hayeves betzitzis. He says to Moshe, Etalis that is fully made of cheles. What's the din? Does it need? Does it shouldn't need tzitzis? And Moshe says it needs tzitzis. Kerech says to him, a talus that is complete tcheles, doesn't pattern itself? The four strings patter. The four strings exonerate. And so too, says Kerach, a bias molis farim. A house full of Jewish books. If a house is full of Jewish books, Kerach asks again in his form of questions. Do you need a mezuzah? And he said, Chayev a mezuzah. And he said to him, Kol ateira kula. Rish'ayin hei parshis. Do not exonerate the house. That's not enough. But this one parsha needs to be done. These are two separate entities, really. Talus, Kulat Chelis, Bayis, Molis, Farim. They have the same idea. By hearing already that a Talus, Kulat Chelis, needs Sitzes, why do you doubt that a Bayis, Molis, Farim needs a Mizzou? But there's rather a difference in the Talus, than the Chelis of the Talus itself, not the strings. In the Pashas have written in a Sefer, not on a mezuzah. The string of tcheles, which is within the talus, which makes to a totally chutei tcheles, is not an entity of its own. It doesn't have many different threads. It's one talus. Mashenka and Apasha written in a sefer. Even though this Pasha is within the sefer, it's partial of its own, its own entity. Adrab. If it's lacking from the safer, the safer is not kosher. And this is all the pashas as a pasha for its own entity. Although each pasha in the tailor is its own entity, if any of the pasha should go missing, the entire tailor would be worthless. Therefore, after Moshe answers about the Talas Kulat Chelis, that's Chayevus Pitzitzis, he still had a question about Mayas Molis Farim. Because the person can come and say, By Talas Kulat Chelis, why is Mechayevus Pitzitzis? Because it's not in the Talas. You don't have the strings of the Talas, the strings of the Pitzitzis. Even if it's Kulat Chelis. The chut of tchelis that you need for the tzitzis you don't have. 
So that's Talas Bivad. But we still have, and therefore you still need the sitzes. You need a string to part of the begging of Talas. Vashen can buy his molly svarim. Pashim mezuzah in the shlemus of the sefer. So therefore you could think still that perhaps it would be potter from mezuzah because without the parish it would not be good. But it tells us no, it needs to have a mezuzah because the mezuzah is its own entity, its own kedusha. If you should help that this Gimel Thomas should come a cease to all Machlekes, end of all Machlekes. No, I didn't put the microphone on, so I don't know how good the video is going to have audio anyway. An end of all Machlekes, and Kal Yisrael should be able to go to the Geula Mitzvah Vashlema. We should have this Gimel Thomas a miracle as great as the sun stopping in the sky, a miracle as great as any miracles that the Rebbe performs now, or when he was in when we saw him getting dollars. And the main miracle that the Rebbe should finally, finally prevail on, a miracle that he said, I will not enter Gan Eden until I see it, which the miracle of Geula Amitiz Vashlema, Ayadei Mashiach Tzidkenu Vehu Yigalenu, may we merit to hear the Shefer blasting, and this very Shabbos, all being Yerushalayim Irakedish. Sorry if it ruins your plans if you plan on going to the Ayo, but I'm sure you'll be Michael the Rebbe. Chaim, and good Shabbos to all.